Welcome back everybody to Shadowrun Bug City Blues, where we follow a group of street-level runners as they get in way over their heads out in the streets of Chicago. When we last left our Montley crew, they were loading up in their vehicles with courier-turned-victim Desmond Kensington in tow. He wraps a disposable tarp around the remainder of his mangled arm, though it does little to prevent a milky pink mess of bodily and biomedical fluids from making a mess in the Greenleaf Company limousine. Behind the wheel of the limousine, we have Lester. Hey, how you doing? I'm driving a car. In the back seat, we have Pancetta. Yeah, you said you've had a license like 30 times now. You keep saying it. Rapidly passing paper towels, Ismo. Sam is gonna kill me. This upholstery is <laughs> fucked. Completely and utterly. In the borrowed bulldog equivalent, we have Reeton. Hey, I'm driving this car, and let's just say I have a license. And in the back, we have River Bear. Ooh, hello. Is everyone all right after that little incursion we just had? Desmond clings to his wound, becoming more sober to the events that just perspired with each passing moment. With a shaky voice, he turns to the passengers in the back seat and asks, Well, what do we do now? For reasons I'd rather not discuss right now, I can't go to a hospital. Anybody have a reliable street doc? Well, I guess we better reach out to our contacts to find if we can find a, a doc if one of us can't do it. I mean, I, I got some biotech on me. I could at least stabilize him, but he needs medical attention. I guess I gotta call my brother-in-law. So I reach down into my road, fumble with a phone, call my contact, Red, Red Barstow. A couple moments later, it's connected to your call and you can still hear the sound of like the music going over the bar intercom, but the sounds of sliding chairs makes it pretty evident that he's cleaning up for the evening. It's like time to close up the bars. He takes a moment to finish what he's doing and lets out a labored heave before he goes, How's it going, old man? How's it feel to be back out there? We're right on schedule. I need to find a street duck. A street duck? Oh, River Bear, are you okay? What happened? Oh no, everything's fine. Uh, we've got somebody that we've extracted. We need to get him some attention. If you could help me find a place for this guy to get some help, I'd really appreciate it. Let me see if I got any sawbones who are available today. I know this is a big ask, but uh, anything I can do for you, I know this is a big ask. No, no, tell you what. Give me a minute to search through my contacts, send a few messages, I'll see who's available, and I'll give you a call back. How about that? Sounds great. This guy's life depends on it. Oh, no pressure. Uh, thanks. Go ahead and roll connection plus loyalty. Of Red Barstow, that is. Okay. Looks like three hits. And a moment later, he says, uh, you guys sure you don't have anyone else? I, I got someone who says they could help, but I kind of need to pull a favor to do it with them. I mean, I have a med kit, but that's it. Panchetta's going to start looking through contacts, and uh, she's going to notice that there's a new one that's been added here when she arrived to the United States. And all it says is Mob Doc. Mob Doc? Mob Doc. Doc. Tell you, let me finish this, this contact, and then once we have options, y'all can decide what you do. How about that? Okay. Great. After a moment, Red Barstow sends you a whatever the equivalent of the 2080 like Google Maps GPS ping is. And it is for Wilmette Veterinarian 24-hour clinic. And he says, don't go in the front door. All right, guys, uh, we got to go to this place. Uh, lockdown. Can you like take it from this phone? And I hold it out to you as I stuff it kind of like into your face. Yeah, I'm just going to look at it and be like, okay, there's the address. Uh, my memory is really good, so we could just say that I know where that's at. I'm really not too worried about, like, now you need to roll to find out if you get to your destiny. You gotta roll and see if uh, your map quest uh, directions are accurate. <laughs> you know? Oh, I, I didn't get any hits. I used Siri. Damn it. Uh, yeah, I hated that thing. All right, let's go. Uh, 
I mean, is this veterinarian going to be able to treat a human effectively? Yeah, they'll be fine. Not everything is always what it seems. Okay. I'll claim I'm a little uncomfortable, uh, but we, we seem to be uh, out of choices. Seems like uh, this man's life is dripping all over the floorboards here. That's just biofluid. It's not too bad. Well, I give kind shyasa. It doesn't matter to me. I'm voting that we go to the vet for now. We'll keep the mob doc in our back pocket for later when something else happens, which I'm sure is not going to happen in this run. You just jinxed us. Good job. You just locked us down, bro. That's okay. (laughs) So let us drive to the vet. A quick input of the future equivalent of Google Maps, although it sounds like Reeton just does it. Yeah. You guys arrive there, and it says that it is a 24-hour clinic. However, River Bear was alerted, use the back entrance, or don't use the front entrance, right. something to that. Yeah, don't go through the front door, right? So let's go in the back. And as you get there, there is somebody who is wearing, like, a doctor's coat, puffing off on a neck stick, and gives you a, a come-over-here kind of hand motion. I'm going to uh, whisper uh, off to the side, is this our back door, man? Yes. Mo is going to roll her eyes, but also kind of laugh under her breath. God, I thought I was clueless about this stuff. I don't like blood, so I'm going to stay in the car and work on repairing my uh, my cyber deck. Got, got kind of damaged. So I'll work on that while you guys have fun with the, the, the gross blood and all that. Open up the back and shuffle out. Back end of the van lifts up as I exit. I shumble forward and I open the door and, oh, yes, this man here needs your assistance. Can you give him some help? And it's about the time that you're approaching the passenger door of the company limousine that the doctor comes out. He sees Desmond and he's well aware of who his patient is immediately. Does he need assistance? He's stumbling a little bit just because like he's in shock, but he's he's capable enough to, to get himself on. Okay, so I kind of shuffle him off and uh, we'll wait here. It's cold out here. You guys are welcome to come in if you want. That sounds good. Muscle my way in through the door. You guys enter into the back doors and into the rear corridors of the Wilmette Veterinarian Clinic. The almost over-sterilized floor give an uncomfortable squeak as you guys move through. Distraught dogs and all sorts of other animals can be heard echoing through the place. Is that bleach? It's the purple stuff, and we got a lot of it, sir. Kind of like it. He peeks his head around a corner, checks both ways before he turns down a operating room and just reflexively goes to the sink and starts cleaning himself up. And he's like, if if you guys wish to discuss with me, I'll ask you either stay out here or you get yourself cleaned up for operation. I'll stay outside, thanks. Yeah, I don't need to see this. Mm -mm. Are there animals to pet? There are, but they are in cages. I might be inclined to pet an animal. A couple of large dogs, a couple of small dogs, a handful of cats, an owl. And, you know, moments go along before he's got this man. He's he's not really fit for the table that he's on. So he's a little like in a fetal position while being performed on. But once he's a little loopy, he starts talking to you guys. He's like, should I be awake during this? And the doctor's oh, good heavens, no. But beggars can't be choosers, right? And he starts pulling at exposed wires and cutting off and stitching at tendons. And he pulls out like a blown capacitor and he replaces it with one that he has nearby that has like a bone shape at the end of it, clearly intended for an animal's bionic. But hey, it fits the port, right? With a little bit of a a loopy drawl, he says, Why are you shadow runners here again? Oh man, where's my briefcase? Yep, we have that exact same question. Uh, 
I can't remember. And he, uh, he pulls out his, his comm link and he says, I, I remember taking a video and then everything kind of gets blurry. Let me see if I could see it in there. And he, he pulls out the video and sure enough, it's the one of the quote unquote fireworks, the one, you know, where they're shooting like mortars at buildings. Right at the beginning of the video, he places this briefcase down and then walks towards the building edge. And then he says, well, I, I assume it's still on that slaughterhouse building then. All right, well, we got to go investigate to where it was last, I suppose. I'll be like, yeah, well, we can deliver it for you if you want. He pulls out his phone. He's like, hold on, Doc. I, uh, I really should have done this earlier. I need to make a phone call. And you can only hear it from his side of the conversation, but it sounds like somebody's very upset that he wasn't able to make it home for the new year. And he explains something happened that was out of his control, but everything's going to be okay. And, you know, if anyone comes to the door, don't answer it. You know, just typical concerned stuff. Yeah. Hangs up his phone. He says, all right, do you guys need anything else from me? I, I might pass out. The doctor working on it is like, I can't believe you haven't already passed out. I can't give you another dose. Go ahead and rest, friend. We'll take care of everything from here as I fade to black. At the end of that, that hour or so, I guess before I proceed, was there anything anyone else wanted to do? I just wanted to take all these dogs home with me. I'm fixing my stuff. Oh, right, of course. Reeton, why don't you do an extended test to see if you can't repair your deck? You got tools for that? I, I, you got a backpack that has all sorts of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, four hits. Oh, that's good. Here we go. Oh, uh, it's not electronics. It's engineering. Oh. What's broken can often be fixed with the proper tools, time, and talent. Repairing of a damaged device is engineering plus logic. It's a number of boxes is the, the maximum threshold, and it's done in hour increments. Okay, it's the same thing, by the way. Oh, your your engineering and your electronics. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Don't you don't need to reroll it then. So, how many uh, bricks of damage do you have? Too many. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Dang, that guy got you good. Yep. After an hour of work, you managed to heal four of those. Uh, it looks like it's gonna be another hour or so. Do you want to do that again? Oh yeah. Uh, I did seven hits. Wow. Damn! Look at that dice roll. Yeah, it's really good. Good job. Okay, that's crazy probably have all but oh no you should be good now right yeah my cyber deck is in pristine condition two hours later it's well it's not good as new but it operates like it is at least yeah i would like to say in this vehicle they said that like the speakers weren't working so i would just like to try to repair the speakers while waiting give the tyler a little bit of a upgrade to his system Go for it. Only two hits, but not a glitch. Close to a glitch, but not a glitch. The speakers are still blown, but they don't buzz whenever you turn the volume up. That's a start. You fixed whatever cable was grounded. Okay, well, I, I fixed it up a little bit. Good enough for me. All right, we, we have a location, friends. Is the uh, patient going to stay here then? Oh, yes, he shouldn't be operating a vehicle anytime soon. I uh, I assume someone will come pick him up then. I'll have to keep him in a cage, but I can cover the front at least. I'm sure he'll be okay with that. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just joking. We'll let him out when he's done. Okay, sounds great, Doc. Thanks for helping us, and we appreciate many blessings come down upon you and your family. Right, may the force be with you, too. And he goes back down to repairing the arm. It's attached at this point, but he's, like, connecting nerve endings mm -hmm. to leads and stuff. It, it's not pretty to look at. So we load up in our vehicles. Oh, hey, welcome back, guys. I fixed up my cyber deck, guys. Oh, nice. Well done. Can you put something zen on? I, I'm kind of in a zen mood. Yeah, it seems like you're a lot of the time in the zen mood. I, I'm sure we can find a track to put on there. Right, Editor Connor? That's, That's right. a good way to be. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so we got the details. A quick input of the future equivalent of Google Maps. Yeah. And you guys start to walk up to a building that looks like it was long since condemned. Those of you who have seen that original footage will be able to quickly identify it as the same building that Desmond was blown off the roof of. Yep. And indeed, the corner of the building does look like it's crumpled off. Hmm. Hey, guys, question. Uh, I didn't have any eyes in there. I could just hear what you were saying of the subvocal microphone. What happened to that arm? He has it. Ah, damn it. Right, it's being put back together. Did you want to do something with it? Maybe I just wanted somebody's arm, okay? And I... for this plan to work, I need <laughs> that guy's arm. I was going to fix up the arm and then maybe sell it. You know, you know how it goes. I figure it would make a pretty good back scratcher <laughs> if you kind of stiffened it up a little bit. Yeah, probably. The first thing you notice as you approach this building is the very back of it has been completely separated by a fallen skyscraper. Now, have I ever explained to you guys what the Chicago containment zone is exactly? No, this is the first time. So, uh, I want to say it was like in 2050, maybe? Chicago had a bug spirit problem. There was this group called the Universal Brotherhood that they came up as a self-help group, kind of, you know, get people out of their bad situations and into a community. Except that that community was actually a bunch of bug spirits who were looking for hosts to infect. And downtrodden people who wouldn't be missed were great hosts for bugs to inhabit and crawl out of. Universal Brotherhood. Oh, that's right. So the way that Ares, one of the Big Ten, dealt with this is they said, okay, place some strategically placed charges on the side of these skyscrapers, and that is our wall. You cannot get in or out of Chicago. A lot of people thought it was overkill, and to be fair, it was overkill, and it didn't really help keep the bugs out. You but, said it, man. You said it. It's really hell in there. Oh, it was hell! It was terrible! It was terrible! I've watched so many people die! It was awful! It was awful! But at least it helped against the bugs a little. Was it worth it? I'm not to say. However, the rear of this building was just ever so slightly close enough to not be included in one of those buildings falling. As you approach, the front door has been replaced with a heavy steel vault door. And in fainted paint, it says, Effective immediately, this building has been condemned and considered inhospitable. Breaking and entering, Cannon will be punished by Ares Corporate, including but not limited to Firewatch Dispatch. Signed, Chicago City Hall, 2053. That sign's going to make me very uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, not that Ares is really in Chicago anymore. They recently lost their contract. But Firewatch is their elite kill team. I would not want to be on their bad side. If you have any interest in doing shadow running, probably at least know them from cautionary tales. Yes. Okay. What do you do? So crossing this door, getting through it for however we can, is a big no-no. We might be crossing those guys we don't want to cross. Is that what I'm understanding? Well, in 2053, <laughs> yes. In 2080, it's uh, hard to say. Today, eh. it, it depends right. if there's anything in there that Ares considers important. But in order to get to the top of the building, we need to go through this uh, big vault tech door. Right. Uh, is there a dumpster nearby? Yeah, absolutely. There's no reason not to be. All right. And this building is still intact, right? Eh. Yes, with a question mark. Okay, so this the top of the building is accessible? Yes, without any confidence. Perfect. 
All right, everybody in the dumpster. In the dumpster? I look around at everybody. What? Oh, it stinks in here. I think I know what you're about to do, and I'm so happy about this. Why are we getting into a dumpster? If the end of the dumpster would be real helpful if you want to get to where we're going. Oh, man, I touched a diaper. This does Ugh. not make sense. Just, I, just get in the dumpster. All right, fine. As everybody climbs into the dumpster. I'm last in, of course. Uh, No, I'm in the car. I'm in the bulldog just hanging out. <laughs> Looking at you. I can get us right there, but it, it's, a, you know, it's, I'm sorry if it's trash. I will say, uh, the more time you spend in the dumpster, it's, it's not as bad. Uh, when you look around, there's uh, some cool stuff in here. Uh, what size shoe do you wear, uh, Lockdown? Uh, there's a pretty good shoe here if I could find the other one. Uh, looks like it might fit you. No, thank you. <laughs> I get in and then I start doing my, uh, my chanting. And I wish to levitate this dumpster up to the top of the building. Okay. <laughs> it looks like Rayton's going to be completing this job. That way we don't have to break the rules by going through this door. We can just go in through the top, and it's like we didn't really go into the building. We just need to be on the top of the building. It's not like we're not breaking the rules at all. Can I record this? I have a sim rig as well, so I could record this as well. That's up to you, homie. From my point of view. All right. I, I don't think I'll need to amp this. And uh, here we go. Levitate. 12 dice pool, 5 hits. There is some drain. Okay. So 6 of drain, so I take 1 drain. As he starts to humana, 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 he gets a nosebleed that blends into his white beard. You can levitate 50 kilos worth of material or people. 250 kilos. Without issue, you're able to get this thing up then. It's about 550 pounds or so. And you spring up into the air. and uh, levitate this uh, dumpster up to the top. And with that, you are all onto the top floor. You can pierce together the events that you saw in that video. There are a whole bunch of footprints up here, and it does look like the place where you could see the briefcase being put down in that video, it is no longer there. Yeah, it's no longer here. A covered stairwell with a, a heavy steel door that looks like it goes downstairs. Fortunately for you all, it doesn't actually look like it's capable of closing all the way. Okay, let's get off here, guys. I, I don't think I can hold it much longer. I'll hop right up. Whoop! How are you going to get back down? <laughs> I guess now would be a good time to ask you guys what your marching order is as you start walking down the stairs. Yeah, we should be able to sneak in pretty good up here. Uh, I'll lead the way. Are you sure that's a good idea? <laughs> well, he does have a bat. Yeah, he does have a bat, and he, he used it pretty well last time. And then I'm going to pull out my submachine gun. Pull out uh, my shotgun. Well, I was thinking, Pancetta, you're the you're the stealthy one, right? Yes, very stealth. Just thinking maybe Pancetta could go in and investigate, and maybe Pancetta mm. could just go in there, sneak around and grab the briefcase and get out without anybody noticing. Oh, I'll just, I'll stand by the door then. You could hit somebody with a bat if they come out of the door. I don't really want to come in. I don't want to break the rules, you know. That's, uh, that's That sounds yeah, good to I me. I like that we have a guard here. Want to have the fox's magic about you again? Oh, yes, I think that would be a very good idea. And then uh, I cast Invisibility upon Pancetta. Roll it. Okay, dice pool 12, five hits with a drain of four, so I do this easily. A little bit of a headache, nothing you haven't had before. It's just fine. Pancetta, you fade from view, becoming transparent so that you can move unnoticed. It gives you the invisible status, where the number after the status becomes a threshold on test to see the character. Okay, so that would be five, threshold five. It works against uh, all visuals and cameras in test. Correct. Excellent. All right, so uh, 
I hope you find it. I plant myself right after the door is closed behind Anjita. I'll sit my back right on it. Sit down. And then Pancetta, with her invisibility, begins to creep forward. Would you like to roll some sort of stealth roll or anything? Yeah, I think that would probably be a good idea. You get five hits to this roll because you have invisibility five, or greater invisibility five, or improved invisibility five. Damn it, Shadowrun. Cool. Um, <laughs> I also have the sneak specialization, so I am going to click on sneak. And I assume you don't want to spend edge or anything on this. I only have three edge right now, and this is a huge pool, so I think I'm going to be okay. Well, I got five hits out of 15. Not bad. Uh, before I proceed, can you see this guy right here, Alex? Uh, that one? Yes, I see him. Orcish-looking dude. So, I guess let me describe this room from not the entrance that you walked in, so let me, let me adjust on the fly. An unpleasant aroma clings to the air as you begin to creep down the stairway and into the hallway that connects to the main lobby. This was at one time the welcome kiosk for a fast flesh local value center. However, at this point, it has been overtaken by the elements. A large circular desk in the center of the room separates the lobby into two sections, a waiting area and a business suite. Heaped into an uneven gathering towards the former is an unsettling pile of approximately 15 mutilated humanoid cadavers. A slimy streak of bile seeping from the pile stained the nearby walls and floor as a fog of flies claimed the orgy of corpses as their own. An orcish ganger leans around the corner towards your direction. As he flashes the light of his comlink up the stairwell, he looks directly through your current position. And with that, I would like to propose that we take a brief intermission. Good. That sounds good. Okay. See you in a few minutes. Are you trying to serve me a subpoena? N- no, a I'm trying to do some crime. Has this ever happened to you? You're trying to do some crime, but don't know where to start? Well, you're in luck, listener. Why not try Sinless Brand Actual Play Podcast and YouTube Series? Sinless is a Shadowrun 3rd Edition Actual Play Podcast that follows a group of career criminals while they try and make a life in the barrens of 2050s Seattle. Follow the crew as they build their reputation, starting as a simple Redmond gang doing odd jobs around the community and end up in way over their heads as deniable assets in international power struggles and megacorp feuds. Sinless eliminates the crunch and instead focuses on the stories of the runners that you'll come to love or hate. When you try Sinless Brand Podcast, you'll learn how to commit multiple felonies, such as kidnapping, a horned figure approaching uh-huh. you, Okay, cool. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Summary execution. And I pull my gun and I shoot him in the head. Oh, grand theft. Look, man, I'm driving, all right? Not anymore. You're not parking. Get out. Terrorism. So how do we all feel about regicide? And many, many more. So what are you waiting for? Try Sinless Brand Actual Play Podcast and YouTube series today. The makers of Sinless do not endorse commission of any actual crime outside of the gaming room. The makers of Sinless are not responsible people. Do not use Sinless brand products if you are allergic to fun. Talk to your doctor if you experience any of the side effects, including but not limited to uncontrollable laughter, compulsive dice roll, nausea, vomiting, lost character sheets, dizziness or vertigo, unnatural attachment to fictional characters, withdrawal between episodes, ocular bleeding, Cheeto fingers, caffeine dependence, insomnia, or death. Sinless, the actual play that puts the gag in baggage. Available at your local stuffer shack or wherever you listen to podcasts. And as 
the screen fades back from the commercial break, the invisible pancetta creeps down the stairwell and into the entrance of the fast flesh slaughterhouse. Some ganger pulls out his comm and says, I, I, I don't know what that was. I, I, I guess I'll go check it out. Uh-huh, okay. And he starts moving towards the back of the building. Pancetta, what do you do? I'm invisible and he's not. I think the best course of action is to pass him by. Probably do so pretty easily. Using my aforementioned sneaking skills, I will move 10 feet, or 10 meters rather, and then I'll stop. Could I have you roll a new stealth check as we enter into the building? Absolutely. I'm not interested in doing this movement, my movement, just yet, but at least for this new set of action, let's get a new roll. There it is. That took a long time. Four hits. That's all those dice you have to roll. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And with four hits, you start to creep around this place. The ganger seems to continue moving past, unaware of your presence. And we'll continue onward. What do I see when I reach the other side of the room here? At this point, I am going to start broadcasting from my cyber eyes so everybody can see what I'm seeing. Long hallway. Yep, yep. Mo, Lester, River Bear, was there anything in particular you wanted to do, or are you letting them scout ahead? Yeah, letting her scout ahead and uh, find out what she can find out. And uh, Yeah. And then we'll move in when we need to. Yeah, I'm just, I'm seeing through her eyes, but I'll just, I'll just stay in the car and... Make sure nobody comes out the entrances in front or the side here. Keep it running. Keep it warm. BB, check to see if there's a security system. I I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Could you? Maybe. Uh, What do you get paid for again? (laughs) (laughs) Sitting there watching watching the screen. I thought we were (laughs) just staring out the window. My idea was to go through the side door, and you guys decided to fucking jump into a garbage can and glide up to the the ceiling. So I'm going to stay back here. I got peer pressured, Reeton. I'm sorry. I thought it was a good idea. You could look for security stuff. Uh, I mean, if you got time to lean, you got time to hack a security system. You say no to the troll. Yes, you want me to roll something to see if I see a security system? Perception, please. Oh, my perception is awful. Matrix perception, of course. Oh, I just did normal perception. Give me a second. You look out the building and you say, I don't see any cameras, but uh, (laughs) you blink and you go into augmented reality. And depending on how you roll, I'll let you know what happens, which is electronics with intuition. Okay. And it's a 10 minute interval. So you do this as you guys are like walking around the building and deciding to hop into a a, a trash bin and et cetera. You're finishing up about this time. Electronics plus intuition gives me six hits on 10 Six hits, very good. You don't see any security systems that are active on Matrix 2.0. This is an older building, probably 2053 or so. So it is very possible that there's something here that's just not compatible with your tech. But you don't see that. What you do see, however, is somebody has modernized the gate controls. And it also looks like there is something the equivalent of like an HVAC system. It's not labeled, but you can sort of see the piping of it going into a couple rooms in this building. So like air conditioning. Or something. Or something. I could investigate that, I guess, the HVAC system. But we can do that after, because that takes 10 minutes. So I'll be doing that. With your six hits, you're able to see these things. They aren't running live, so somebody was smart enough to make them run silent. But you're able to see them nevertheless. Okay. Let's go back to Pancetta then. Let's focus on you a little bit. As you look down, there are bodies that at this point, they've just become sort of like a colored spot and a collection of bones that are in miserable condition. Ew. It's not a pleasant smell in here. I will turn that smell off with my olfactory sensors. Hey, that's why you got it, right? Yep. 
as you approach the entrance of this fast flesh slaughterhouse, you could see a little like waiting area. They have this round desk. Mm-hmm. There are some benches you could see, and I'm going to start pinging the doors. You could see one right here. Looks like it has like a, a manager's name placker on there. You could see one here that says HR slash accounting. You could see one down here that says R&D division. And then down further on this hallway, the building has since collapsed. Looks like it was the side that Desmond was slinged off of. I see two of them as well. Ooh, research and hmm. development. While I pass over each of these doors, I'm going to use my vision magnification to zoom in on the placards of each of these doors and just kind of like make sure that everybody sees what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to give a little pause and see what people's reactions are because I have some time to hang out. If any of those doors are locked, just give me a word. I can probably make that unlocked. It, it appears that they have locks on the doors that I can electronically click for you. Okay. I'm going to go to the door and I'm going to uh, take a listen. Go ahead and roll perception for me. Man. Two hits. You are placing your, your cyber cat here next to this door. You are pretty confident that you don't hear anything on the other side of this. I'm going to jiggle the door handle. Does it open? It does. It's still a door in that it's technically on its hinges. And with little effort, it gives way and opens for you. This room has a couple of terminals for like old school Matrix 1.0 style devices. I would know. As well as some whiteboards. Okay, I see them. And they have what looks like chemistry notes on them. Take pictures of those. Can you take photos with your eyes? I don't see why not. You sure can. It's like a non-action. You just kind of do it. I'm going to snap some pics. They each have different parts of equations and different arrows pointing to different formulas. The big one that's circled multiple times says C10, H9, AG, N4, O2, S. For any of the chemists in here. It looks like it's silver. I rolled a two on my biotech. Oh yeah, biotech would be appropriate for that. This is the chemical equation for something called silver sulfadiazine. I don't know anything about that stuff. Do you see a briefcase in the room? You do not see a briefcase. I am going to start moving back. I think we should just go to the next room and work our way backwards. Do I hear anybody? Give me a perception roll. I got a three uh, out of seven. Yeah, you do hear the sounds of rummaging in this room. Okay. I'm going to slowly open the door. Oof. Wow, I'm not rolling good tonight. I got two hits. And it gives a... A goon here who got a handful of computer cables and he's very obviously incorrectly trying to force them into ports. And he's like, huh? And just like the old guy before, he kind of looks right past you, Panchetta. He reaches for a combat knife. And then everyone rolls initiative. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm going to roll for this guy. Well, we might not even need to roll for other people. So we'll just add this one and see where we go from there. So, as we were all expecting, it looks like Pancetta is going to go first. Pancetta, what do you do? He's within a minor move action's distance from you. But he doesn't know I'm here. Do I need to do anything to do him? I don't know if that's even necessary. Well, he suspects something's going on. You might not necessarily know you're here, but... He did pull a combat knife. I don't mind if we knock out all these guys. I'd rather knock him out than kill him if it's not needed. Agreed. Okay. Do I want to spend edge is the question. I don't think you need to. Famous last words. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I have a great idea. I can do a minor action to move, a major action to... The problem is, is if I hit him with my hands, it's automatically lethal damage unless I spend edge to do so. You know only lethal maneuvers. Yeah. 
I'm that dangerous. Her hands are registered as lethal weapons in Germany. In lots of places. Let's see, a knockout blow, melee attack. How much is that? That's two edge. I only have three edge right now. Shit. You know what I will do? You are invisible. I will give you a bonus point of edge on this roll. Okay, in that case, it'll cost me one edge. I'll do it. I'm going to move up to him, and then I am going to use a knockout blow. Turns around, and he pulls out his knife and squints to investigate. And that's when Pancetta runs in and does a baseball slide and takes out his knees. That sounds appropriate. You use your advantage to truly bring the hurt on an opponent. If your inflicted damage of any type is greater than the target's willpower, it immediately fills up the stun condition monitor. This NPC, the stat block that I'm using to represent them, their willpower is two. Excellent. We still have to do this like a regular attack. He's got an armored coat, which I believe is defense value of four. Let me confirm that. Defense of four, yes. Five. Five against four. You won't get a bonus point for that. However, you are getting one for being invisible. Okay, cool. So now I'm going to roll to attack. I have five hits. Wow. He got four hits, uh, so you succeed with one net. So then I am going to add my net hits to my damage value. So that's going to be a total of six. There you go. He got it. He is automatically knocked unconscious. I think a baseball slide's appropriate. The combat knife slides under one of the cubicles nearby as he tumbles backwards. Yeah. And you can hear labored snoring coming from him. Well done. Awesome. If nobody else had anything to do, I already moved my NPC, so we'll go back to Pancetta. Okay. Can I see what exactly he was trying to figure out to do here? You said that he was plugging things into other things. This space had a very similar setup to the other one where the, I think they called them like monitors, I think. It's it's old world tech, man. But he's cramming this blue cable into the slot that looks like a rhombus, but one of the slides is cut off halfway through. It's <laughs> This isn't tech that you've seen. How old are you, like 30? Yeah, I'm in my 30s. Yeah, early 30s. Maybe you would have seen this when you were a kid, like the late 2050s, but this stuff got replaced with Tridios and Nexuses a long time ago. All right. <laughs> I'm watching it, and I'm just like, you guys, <laughs> plug that wire on your left into the port on the right. I'm going to pick up the cables, and I'm kind of like looking at it, and like I'm waiting for him to tell me what to do through the, through the comms. You don't have the Gremlins quality or anything, right? No. You're able to follow along. Uh, the computer does boot on, but it immediately tells you that there's been a hard drive failure. And uh, if, you, if you look through, Reeton can tell you the hard drive is missing. Uh, yeah, it, it's not that there's a hard drive failure. It's that there's, not, there's no hard drive found in there, so there's no data on it. Okay, I don't know what those things are. What's a hard drive? It's what you use to store all your data on. Pancho's like, you mean like the cloud? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. So can you look around the room? You're looking for something that's a rectangle. And it's usually silver and about an inch thick. I'm not interested in having you roll on that. You give it a, a once around. It doesn't look like the hard drive is in this room. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, then that that computer's probably useless. I don't know why what he was doing there. There might be an 8800 in there or something. But what you'll want to do is look for the briefcase. And then I'm going to exit the room. As you do, I will draw your attention to the ganger right here. Yes. Who is now walking back into the entrance that you saw him move down. It's the same one. You could recognize that without issue. Mm -hmm. It looks like they are walking towards the room that had the manager's plaque on it. Ah, I'm going to creep on him. Let's sprint. As I see he's moving towards that, I'm going to try to quickly stealthily sneak. Do you want to roll a stealth roll with that as well? No, I'm just going to have him roll and the threshold is your level of improved invisibility. How does that sound? That sounds fine to me. Uh, He got four hits, so very close, but no cigar. Okay, so I, I imagine as she squirts across, she ripples. And he's like, 
Nah. I'll, uh, I'll give him one more round of movement and then Pancetta, would you like to finish up here? He's within a minor action's distance from you. Yep. And then I'm going to move up right next to the other side of the door and wait for it to open. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll say about a minute passes and he never actually enters. He just stands at this side of the door. Oh, really? Sorry to throw a, a wrench in your plan. No, that's okay. I was hoping I could just follow him into the room. Uh, not without reason to do so. He, he doesn't freely enter the room. So in that case... Give him a KO and uh, go into the door. I still have edge and edges for spending. I don't want to burn it, but I can spend it. Okay, yeah, no worries. Uh, Pancetta, you could try to wait it out. Maybe another minute passes and he starts sticking around on his comms. You, you see he's got uh, Snake Triss. Cool. I'm glad you said that. While he's playing Snake Triss, I'm going to knock on the door. There you go. He will open the door. It looks like this is an entrance where a clerk would sit at. And then it opens up to a rest of an office. There's some bookshelves that have been destroyed or otherwise discarded. And you can see the corners of a rug, although the, the rest of it's cut off by the, the wall where you're standing. I'm getting a distinctly New Vegas Clinic vibe from this. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to wait for him to walk in and then I'm going to follow him and just I want to see what's going to happen. Let me give him a, a round's worth of movement. He'll he'll poke his head and turn around and be like, I, I don't think we should be in this place. I swear it's falling apart every minute we're in here. Did you want to do anything else? He puts away his comms again at the end of that. Uh, no, I want to observe him. I want to see if he goes further in or maybe if he retreats back. Goes to the other side of the room before he excuses himself back out. That's three rounds or so. Great. I am going to start moving further into this room and see what I see. As you do that, he continues his predefined path. The rest of this room was more of a lounge than a lobby. You come in here and you get offered a drink and some music while you wait for your appointment. The rest of the team, are you doing anything? Yeah, I think we should check in with them. Holding fast, uh, just keep keep going until you find something else. You've been able to handle everything just great. I'm holding slow. I'm playing some snake tris. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to approach this other door, and then I am going to open it up. The whole time, I am going to keep my cyber ears on max to see if there's anything that's happening on the other side. I will give it a perception roll. Not bad. Better. That's going to be four hits can hear the sounds of somebody tinkering around in here like a uh, metal on metal kind of not like blacksmithing loud more like a ting ting is this door open you are able to open the door and with that i will review the area to you uh-oh the immediate thing that you could see is on the far left side of the room there is a fine desk on the other side of a fireplace however the fireplace is not lit there is a troll on the other side of the desk who is wearing a overcoat and he is tinkering on a silver briefcase Looks like he has some wires sticking out of it. A little closer, there's another one of these goons who's standing on the other side of the door, much like the, the one that you saw outside was. A, another long cabinet where you can see a couple of bottles. Most of them have been smashed or otherwise emptied, but a couple of them still have a little bit of liquid in them. And then there's a large sofa in the corner of the room next to a table that it looks like the table has since been damaged. The door opens and the goon and the troll on the other side look up in surprise. Goon starts walking towards it and he only got one hit, so he's... He's kind of looking around. He's like, it looks like it's empty. And I guess we'll roll initiative there. While she does that, I'm just going to quickly say, Pancetta, can you please get that briefcase before they break all the electronic stuff inside of it? I think I've found it, everybody. Now that we know where everybody's at, Lester go down and say hello with his mat. I could do that. We should start doing that so we can divide their attention. Yes. And I think it'll make it easier to get the briefcase. I think Pancetta should be able to handle it, but if, if you want to go and blazon, that's okay. I can't do much. There's no systems for me to help out. I'm sorry. No, and that's fine, but I think that might be a good idea for Lester 
taking out two orcs and a troll by myself is a little right. tough. That's what I'm thinking. When I did my perception check, I got four hits. Did I see a circuit breaker or anything? Mm. Like, an, like an old school circuit breaker? Not on the Matrix. No, 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 no. no. But... I did a normal perception check, too. Oh. I got like four or five hits on it. Sure, yeah. I, I would probably start to refer you to the side of the building. Probably around over here, you could see the pipelining like running alongside the building edge, the, the conduits and stuff. I could probably take out the power guys, but that's that would take me a while to get over there. I got short legs. Well, I can't see in the dark. I'm pretty sure Pancetta can see in the dark. I can see in the dark. We need to get you some upgrades, Lester. I can see in the dark. Pancetta, you are first in the initiative order still. This guy doesn't look like he is aware of your presence. What do you do? Hmm. I still have two edge points. I think we should keep knocking him out until we don't have any other option. Mm-hmm. All right, let's knock out the guy right in front of me here. Uh, you will get a bonus point of edge for your uh, improved invisibility. However, you will not get one for the distance between the armored jacket and your unarmed strike. Okay. Uh, this is going to be the one where there's like a whole bunch of numbers next to ranges. Oh, it's going to be my close range, which is going to be nine. Oh, nine against four. You would get a bonus point of edge, so you get two. Sweet. So this is going to be free action for me. Yep. If you can hit. If I can hit. And I did worse. This is going to be a three hits. So I think <laughs> he got one hit against your three. Two net hits on top of damage, which beats the willpower two. Down he goes. Down he goes. You drive a shoulder blade in the bridge of his nose, and there's this uncomfortable popping noise as he just falls backwards. Well, I do Muay Thai, so can we say that I do the adjacent Lethway as well, and I give him a headbutt right in the nose? Uh, yeah, absolutely. The troll in the back of the room shouts out in shock and surprise as a cloud of blood plumes out of the entranceway. And then I'm going to start bounding into the room. Ten meters. With that, we will go to the troll in the room, who is going to draw shotgun. Ooh. (laughs) And he is going to blindly fire. So you are going to be in the cone of it. However, you are going to get a bonus edge to resist because he's not aiming at you. Good luck trying to hurt me. I I don't think it's going to happen, but this is probably the best thing they could do. This is a spread shot. Let's see. We are within 10 meters, it looks like. 7.5. So 10 attack against. My DR is 10. Oh, so 10 versus 10. Uh, Bang. So I rolled a whole bunch of dice and I got a whopping one hit. Go ahead and try to dodge that one, buddy. And, And you do get your point of edge. Okay. You got two hits. You, you see the arc coming your way and you duck down and it goes clean over you. Excellent. The orc is sleeping, locked down in the van. Is there anything you'd like to do? I am going to roll my electronics and try to get my high score on Snake Triss. <laughs> <laughs> roll the three on that. Got three hits. Three hits on electronics. Um, you know, if you blew that out of the water, I'd say you nailed it. But with three hits, you're, you're not quite beating it, and you're thinking it would probably be easier to just edit the file instead of doing it naturally. <laughs> I don't like cheating. I'm, I'm, not into, I'm not into trainers or anything. I just, I'll just keep playing. It'll be fine. You'll get it someday, bud. Yeah. Lester? I'm going to move in here. I got zero. That's not right. No, no that looks right. No, no yeah, that is that is seven, that, that is so, right. Okay. Damn. So I'll just do the move the fifteen here. You didn't get a glitch or anything, so you don't trip. So with a major action, you move down. You could see the the room, right? I can see everything. Yeah. As you reach the bottom of the stairwell, you get that that waft of past expired body. It's not pleasant. And we rotate back to Pancetta. He doesn't have the action economy to respond to that right now. Uh, a shotgun has gone off five ten meters away from your face. What do you do about that? 
a shotgun goes off 10 meters away from you, you probably feel that one. Yeah, you definitely feel like the the shock wave. Right. But I think right now we should retaliate. So I'm just looking at grappling here. I was secretly hoping you would just grab the briefcase and run. Yeah. Whoop, 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 whoop. I suppose it's an option, but someone mentioned that we should probably interrogate this troll and see what's happening. And I like that line of thought. As a minor action, I'm going to run around so that I am right next to the troll, and then I'm going to attempt to initiate a grapple. So a physical attack can involve trying to bring an opponent to the ground or trying to hold them so they can't move. If you want to grapple with an opponent, inform your game master what you're doing, then make an unarmed close combat plus agility test. Instead of making the net hits into damage, the attacker rolls strength plus net hits versus the opponent's strength. If they succeed in this test, they have wrapped up and restrained the opponent. So we're going to do this like a regular attack, but we have some modified rules for it. Okay. This person is also just wearing a uh, armored jacket, so you're probably going to get a point of edge for that. Uh, this is going to be a close combat of nine. Uh, yeah, nine against four. You're going to get one for that. You're going to get one for being invisible. He has no way of bypassing that. All right. So I have two die. I'm going to reroll. Okay. Let's do it that way. Five hits. Which is just fine because out of a pool of six, they only got two. Nice. Excellent. So we are going to add the difference, which is going to be three. The attacker rolls strength plus net hits. So I'm going to add that to my strength versus the opponent's strength. Okay. My strength is a four. So that's going to be a seven. Ooh, theirs is a six. Awesome. So I'm going to successfully grapple them. The mental image of this elf getting this large troll in a full Nelson is very delightful to me. Excuse yourself. I'm a cat girl. Oh, I'm sorry. Of course. Forgive me. Well, with a labored grunt, this guy, um, he's, he's trying to focus on breaking out of this grapple. And after he can't get his arms out of this over his head position. All right. All right. You, you've got me beat. Just, just what do you want? If you wanted me dead, I, I have a feeling you'd have fragging done it already. Your friend outside let my friends pass. Can I get my comms and call it in? Yeah, and then I'm going to grab the shotgun when I release them. This is fragging weird. And I assume Mo and Lester and Riverbear come through and walk in? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You guys enter into the room. The invisibility drops as I release the spell. The shotgun that they dropped, I'm going to kick it on the floor over to whoever's closest. Probably Lester. Let's say Lester, yeah. Yeah, let's say me. Okay. Then he looks out to you all and he's like, all right, well, this is a motley crew. What do we do about this? What is our next step? So we're looking for a briefcase. He looks down to the one that he was tinkering with and he's like, yeah, I, I figured that was a little too good to be true. Oh, there's a briefcase. I think that's the briefcase we need. Well, go ahead and try it. I couldn't frag and get it open. No problem. Uh, Lester, why don't you secure that briefcase and uh, we'll we'll be on our way. Thank you very much for your accommodations. Yeah, I'll pick up the briefcase, I'll inspect it, and I'll flip it around, and I'll toss it up and down a couple times. Yeah, it feels like there's something in here. Shake it real hard. Uh, you, you go to shake it, and it, it, it does actually sound like something is loose in there at this point. Clink, clink, clink. Whether or not that was you or when he got caught in the explosion earlier, it's hard to say, but there is something in there. Be careful with that, friend. I'm going to say over the comms, don't. Actually, we probably shouldn't open it at all. But Yeah, I don't think we need to open that. That's for someone else to do. Yeah. I guess we'll take our leave. Thank you very much uh, for taking care of this uh, precious object. He bears his teeth at you and he's like, yeah, no inconvenience at all. Now get the frag out of here before I reconsider my hospitality. Lester, tell him thank you for the shotgun. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll take this. This is pretty nice. Thanks. You're taking my shotgun? Why are you taking my shotgun? 
I'll just knock over something on the way out. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys start to walk out. Right. So we just need to leave, I think. Yeah, let's book it. So it looks like we get about two rounds or so out of here when Pancetta and Mo will roll perception with your augmented ears. Uh-oh. I got three hits. Three hits. Pancetta, you hear from behind you. Mo, five hits. Good damn. You hear from the earpiece that this goon is wearing next to you. The troll says over his comlink, these fraggers just robbed me. Don't let them get out of here alive. Okay, no problem. Uh-oh. The gentleman next to the door will draw his pistol and point it at Mo. And with that, I think I will ask you all to come back next time on Bug City Blues. On Rise Yay. of the Bug City Blues. <laughs> Say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye now. Goodbye. 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 Aw, oh, shit. You're going to be fine. We're all dead. <laughs>